0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer, and welcome back to your daily news updates. And today it is Thursday, October the 22nd. So I've got like five short stories for you today. No major, major news items that I can delve really deep into. And we're going to start it off with a bit of a unique one. Let's get into it here. So, I mean, if you were on Twitter, then you must have seen this. United States Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez streamed for the first time on Twitch yesterday to 430,000 peak concurrent viewers. Her first stream, and she got that. uh, That just instantly put her high on the leaderboard of, you know, peak concurrence for an individual streamer. I believe the current record is currently held by Ninja at 600,000 when he streamed with the rapper Drake. Well, anyway, her stream was literally just her playing Among Us, with some of the most high-profile streamers in the world. I mean, there was Dr. Lupo, Disguised Toast, Pokemane, Jacksepticeye, among others. And, you know, she did take some time to talk about the upcoming US election, but it was largely just a wholesome stream of people having fun with the game. So anyway, you know, a a pretty rare moment, I would say, having a politician do something like this. But who knows, right? Like, in the next 10 to 20 years, as the generation of gamers starts to fill those seats, this might be something that happens more often. And hey, to my American listeners, don't forget to vote next month. Super important. Croatian studio Crow Team has just been acquired by Devolver Digital. They are a longtime publisher of their games. You might recognize Crow Team as the developers of the Serious Sam franchise, as well as the Talos Principle. Unfortunately, Serious Sam 4 did release last month to pretty mixed reviews. But here's what they said on the blog Quote, our future together is ultra exciting with new projects like the Talos Principle 2, more serious Sam games, and an original IP. Crow Team will, of course, keep total creative freedom, and Devolver Digital gets to keep making dumb recommendations that Crow Team just ignores. We prefer it that way. End quote. That's the words of Devolver Digital, by the way. They like their memes. Darkest Dungeon 2 has just dropped a new trailer, and th- for the first time they're using 3D models for their characters. And somehow they managed to perfectly capture the art style, the very iconic art style of the first game, without sacrificing any of the quality. It looks really cool. Now, my guess would be it's going to remain a 2D experience, but making kind of the world in 3D, and that's going to give them a lot more to work with. We saw something similar with the Ori games. Anyway, all we know is that the game's going to be launching into early access on the Epic Game Store sometime in 2021. And I'm looking forward to it. I think Darkest Dungeon was a really cool game. If you've ever played a Ubisoft game on PC, you'll know that you've needed access to a launcher called Uplay. Well, they're doing some rebranding, and Uplay is no more. It is now called Ubisoft Connect. Uh, It's essentially the same service. However, Ubisoft is also introducing cross-progression between certain PC and console games. So titles like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Immortals Phoenix Rising, you're going to be able to pick them up and drop them off on either device, wherever you want to play it. They are also trying to bring a cross play to most Ubisoft games that have multiplayer, along with this change. And it's all going to be put in place on October 29th. It's kind of similar to what EA was doing, where they just had so many names, now they're just consolidating it all. Okay, in our final story, uh, we talked recently about Call of Duty trying to shorten its, you know, storage footprint, as it were. And it looks like Fortnite is also doing the same thing. Now, their game wasn't nearly as egregious. It was about 90 gigabytes compared to the 200 of Call of Duty. However, they are cutting it quite significantly. So it's going from 90 gigabytes to around 30 gigabytes. So they chopped off 60 gigs. I don't know how they did that. It's crazy. I believe that's on PC. I don't know if it's reflected in consoles, but it is coming alongside their Halloween event. And I'll tell you more about... halloween events happening in the video game world probably next week but i mean hey this is an important thing right as technology advances it's going to be interesting at least to see how they're able to adapt to also optimizing it i guess because the more complex the games are the bigger that they get optimizations are needed unless our storage also just gets infinitely bigger but i don't think that they're able to expand in the same way nonetheless folks That's going to wrap us for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to be back tomorrow with even more news. And I hope you have a tremendous day. Until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hello, TGO Aftershow. Super cool to see Darkest Dungeon 2. I know that the game is, you know, fairly decently far away, but, you know, Darkest Dungeon, it was one of those games that was like, I wanted to really love it. I wanted to be able to just dive deep into everything that game had to offer. And most of the time, I would just play it for a little bit, and then I was done. You know, once I kind of got the gist of the experience, I wasn't really able to to sink my teeth into it. It was too bad. I mean, it doesn't help that the game is just extraordinarily hard. And then once you get to the certain point that you've leveled up a few characters, and then one of those characters dies... And then you pretty much have to grind until you can get that character that you want back again. That one really sucked. So it's going to be one of those things where I eagerly anticipate it and I watch everything about it, but I'm probably not going to play it for myself. I will say though, you know, if you want to, if you want to be fascinated in what you can do with 3D art, feel free to check out this trailer. It starts off and you're watching it and it very much does look like it's back to the usual 2D experience. And then all of a sudden the camera just turns and you're like, how did they do that? They did a great job. I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks like. Because, you know, like I mentioned, they they did something similar with with the Ori games, right? I believe Ori and the Blind Forest was all 2D. And then Ori and the Will of the Wisps was, I mean, they called it 2.5D, I think. But basically, you know, the background environments actually were 3D uh, models, but they just showed it to you in 2D. And then that gave them a lot more dynamically to work with. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an artist, right? I don't know the specifics there. Both games were absolutely beautiful nonetheless. I wouldn't have blamed them if they just stayed with the same thing. But I think it really, they really pulled it off in the second one. Uh, What else happened today? Oh yes, AOC streaming on Twitch. Isn't that something? It happened late at night uh, after I had recorded the show yesterday. So I wasn't able to get it on. But it's crazy to see like a, just a politician, or I should say an American politician in this case, actually just like streaming to hundreds of thousands of people. Like, that's weird. But hey, if it works, it works, I guess, right? It was certainly a big event, and if it encourages people to go out and vote, then it's worth it, right? You know, as a Canadian, as, as the neighbors to the north of the Americans, we're usually more inundated with American news. You know, a lot of Canadians will probably know who AOC is, but could not name any members of parliament in Canada, or, you know, anyone in the House of Commons. And granted... We probably also couldn't name anybody else in the, in the House of Representatives of the United States. I guess AOC has kind of done a particularly good job of being prominent on social media. But my point was that us Canadians tend to know more about what's going on in America than Canada. And that's, I mean, pretty sad, all things considered. But we're also not in absolute chaos at this point. So anyway, folks, that's going to wrap us. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, farewell.